Welcome in In the Know for September the 1st of 2020. It is another edition of the show. As you might be listening with us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, via the, the WMTL app, watching with us on K105 Digital Productions, SoundCloud, all of the millions, trillions, billions of different ways that we have for you to join us this morning. It's Uncle Sam Gormley with you today. Coming up on the show, we have a big special guest. Kentucky's Governor Andy Bashir will join us a little bit later on in the show. We'll update you on the local coronavirus numbers as some big numbers came out this morning in Grayson County. And we have a special guest co-host with us. We got ourselves a jam-packed show. We won't waste any more time, and we will jump right into it here. That's not the right one there. There it is. We can bring in here our first co-host, Misty Thomas. Misty, welcome to the show this morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm pretty good for a Tuesday. Yeah. For, for the first of September, it is. It's like crazy. I'm bracing. Like what kind of craziness is coming today? It's really, what I want to see. I, I don't want to know. Without any kind of murder hornets. I, you know, I saw I saw the meme that said, you know, we had mur- murder hornets in May. We had this in this month. We the you know we had the dust storm or the yeah, dust that bowl. was June, I think. Had, and I think somebody July. said, well, I mean, September has got to be. You know, alien invasion or, the you know. The good news is the past- Zombie apocalypse. Listen, the pastor is here today to tell us what seal in Revelation <laughs> is being peeled off today. So we'll, we'll talk to the authority. So the one thing that is coming tomorrow is we have the corn moon. Do you know what the corn moon is, No, Misty? no, blood moon. So the corn moon is a full moon that rises in September. So the September full moon is usually called the harvest moon because it is normally closest full moon to the autumn equinox. Yeah. Every third year, however, a full moon comes in October that's even closer, making September the full moon a corn moon. Huh. So it will be there tomorrow. Like so you'll be able corn? to be able to stay up late and see the uh, the corn moon. I know yeah. you're you're on the edge of your seat. I know you can't it's like a piece wait of popcorn. to see the uh, like butter corn. Yeah, I mean it's right. It's, the yeah. corn you got with pizza at school. <laughs> it yeah. looks like that really yellow yeah, corn that was pizza. fat. Yeah. Because it's not, in water all day. Not a, not a good thing <laughs> at all. Bringing in our second co-host for today. And, of course, I have to play his intro music because he complains if I don't. <laughs> Just from one first, time. <laughs> from First Baptist Church is Dennis Cook. The name's Yukon Cornelius, the greatest. You might know him as Yukon Cornelius instead. You're looking at a mighty humble bumble. How are you, Dennis? I'm doing great. (laughs) September 1st means we're one step closer to Christmas. True. You know, I don't, we still got Halloween, we got Thanksgiving. I don't don't know uh, about those things. Uh, October 1st, Christmas tree goes up. Does oh, it no. at your house? Oh, it's going. It's going to go up. I mean, it's it's, the, the Christmas tree does not go up until December first. True story. If mm. you look at my Instagram or my To Be Missed blog page, I was wrapping presents yesterday. Saw that. So, and then my sister-in-law put her nativity set out yesterday. So I think Ooh. we're all kind of on that wavelength. Like, yeah, we need presents because we all deserve a present. For 2020, yes. and then we need to get to 2021. So, Dennis, before the show, I think Misty w- was out of here. We have in, in our studio, you know, because we're, we're sanitary, we have a bottle of, of hand sanitizer. Yes. And before it, uh, I guess it's one of those things that 
sometimes when you leave it in there, it, it hardens in the middle. Yes. So when I put it on this morning before the show, it kind of went out and it, it, it just yeah. shot everywhere yeah. across yes. the studio, which probably is not a bad thing because, I mean, you never can be too clean yeah, in here. Like buckshot. But uh, it was kind of one of those things that you need a word okay. to, to say when that happens. And, and we have here that it's a good word to add to your vocabulary. It's an exclamation of surprise or annoyance. Gadzooks. Oh, I like that. I'm going to put that in my pocket. Gadzooks. I always so said for, bazinga. Bazinga. That yeah. works. So, for instance, if you spill your water bottle here oh. during the show, you could just say Gadzooks. I spilled my water. Gadzooks. I Gadzooks. spilled my water. G-A-D-Z-O-O-K-S. Look at you. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. No more cheese and crackers. Gadzooks. You know, you kind of told on us, if it has dried up in there, we're probably not using it. Well, Sam used enough for all three of us. I did, yes. So, at once. See, you know, we were baptized. Are you going to do it again? Yeah. It's just paper. You touch the paper. It's, no one else has touched know. the paper. Well, I've been touching this microphone, and I know, you know, I don't. I used it before. Yeah, Misty used it before. But you know, Zooks, I've got the cooties. Yes, you don't know. <laughs> this morning's patchy fog mixes out around mid-morning. Clean clouds, cleans, clouds, stream overhead as we head into the afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms move into the region during the afternoon. Some may be strong and heavy rain producers. Thunderstorm chances ramp up tonight. Some of these thunderstorms may be on the stronger side with gusty winds. So a low around 73 today, up to 87 today. And we have Wednesday is going to be thunderstorms, the high around 84 Tomorrow night, scattered thunderstorms with a low around 73. Mm. So low of 73 the next two nights. That's that's pretty nice. I mean, I don't think you can complain too much about that. Uh, President Trump is heading into Kenosha, Wisconsin mm. today. Uh, the city has been riveted, riven by protests since the August 23rd shooting of Jacob Black, a black man hit seven times in the back by police on the eve of his visit. Trump defended a teenage supporter accused of fatally shooting two men in Kenosha last week and accused Democrat Joe Biden of siding with, quote, anarchists and rioters in the unrest. Wisconsin's Democratic governor, Tony Evers, who deployed the National Guard to quell demonstrations in response to the Blake shooting, pleaded with Trump to stay away for fear of straining tensions further. The White House said the president was expected to meet with law enforcement and tour, quote, property affected by recent riots. As the, the governor said, I am concerned your presence will only hinder our healing. I am concerned your presence will only delay our work to overcome division and move forward together. Trump claiming the mantle of law and order is offering himself as the leader best position to keep Americans safe. Biden, in turn, has assailed him over the deadly protests that have sprung up on his watch. He said last night in an interview with Fox News that I think has to be the the just your your pinnacle Trump quote. I'm a tremendous fan of law enforcement and I want to thank law enforcement. You know, I just love, you know, I'm a tremendous. He always yeah. he loves those, mm-hmm. uh, you know, love or hate the president. You can say he just loves those, you know, tremendous, it's amazing, you know, just bigly. Yes. Huge. They've done a good job. It's bigly. So he says he's a tremendous fan of law enforcement. He's very simply spoken. Yes. He doesn't mince words. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes yes. we wish he would. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, so he'll be in Wisconsin today, so I'm sure that we will have more to update you on tomorrow on how his How many words he used. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Was it a bigly sentence? Yes. Tremendous, beautiful, <laughs> was amazing. It, it was a tremendous conversation. And you got you to, gotta, like. Yes. Yeah, I noticed your hand gesture. Yeah, yeah I had to. Yeah. I had to yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the same thing with Bernie. You know, Bernie's very much a. He oh, always, he's, when he he's talks, everywhere. Yeah. He's it's out like, of control. I saw the video one time where somebody put like a thing of drums in front of him and like put sound effects. <laughs> he, like so like he was doing it. He was, he was like the uh, 
the monkey that has the the symbols. Oh, yeah, 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 we've that's got one of those over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we got them over there. Oh. So that's kind of. And for the record, they weren't pointing at me. There's was, something but, behind but me. But I forgot yes. there is there is one. Too. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he has a yeah. wig on. Back mm-hmm. um, on a different note, a little bit uh, sadder note, the Grace County Health Department released a coronavirus update. Yesterday, Health Director Josh Embry reported two new deaths in Grayson County. No ages or genders were released by the Health Department. That raises the death toll to 13. On a positive note, yesterday he didn't report any new cases, but this morning Josh called in and said he has 28 new cases reported this morning, bringing the Grayson County total to 282. So, again, Mm -hmm. since last Friday, I think was the last time that he had an update, we've had two new deaths 28 new cases of COVID-19 in Grayson County. So 32 active cases right now. Yes, you talked with Josh last Mm -hmm. hour. One of the deaths was uh, from a nursing home, but that's all the the details that, of course, I'm not looking to be uh, nosy, but I do want to know, are we having another outbreak in nursing homes is, you know, and then we talked about in the beginning that if you took the nursing homes out of it, we weren't having community spread. It was just inside of those facilities, but I'm afraid we may be headed back into both. We are having community spread and we do have a death in a nursing home. So it makes me wonder mm-hmm. how many of our cases are in the nursing home. And I know somebody was making a comment on one of our posts saying, well, well, the governor didn't mention any deaths for Grayson County. And typically the reason for that is that Usually the health department, I mean, I'm sure that the governor has like a 1 p.m. cutoff or something for yeah, all of the information a he gets. reporting timeline. Yes, it's yeah. something, and I don't know what time it is, and it probably just didn't get in before that time. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the reason why. So I'm sure that the governor will have that update today. That's why so sometimes you you've seen it. him report deaths for Grayson County Correct. before they were released to us. Correct. Uh, because the health department got it at 12.59 and got it to the governor before they got it to us to report. So, yeah, you just – it depends on the reporting deadlines. It's I, not an instant. Report. I appreciate the question you asked. I think it was last week to Josh on Shop Local, something to the effect of if there's two in the hospital – how do we know if it's uh, the same people, if it's a new right. person and someone else has left and then a new one's gone in, right. something like that? That's hard for us to figure out, yeah. but still a lot to pray about for our community. Absolutely. Yesterday, Governor Bashir reported 381 new cases of COVID-19 between Sunday and Monday. That increases the state's count to 48,396. 43 of the new c- cases are children 18 years and younger. So during the last six weeks, The Commonwealth has averaged over 16 children, five years and younger, per day diagnosed with the virus. So typically numbers are down on Mondays. That's just usually how it Mm -hmm. works. There were also uh, three new deaths reported, Lincoln County, Martin County, and Owen County were the new ones. The positivity rate, though, is 4.5%, and the fatality rate is 1.9%. 21.4% of Kentuckians have recovered from the virus and 877,443 COVID-19 tests have been conducted in the state. The White House yesterday, I get to bring out my graphs again. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ross last week, last week, That's uh, exciting. Last week, Mark, Mark got to talk about the graphs, and I was a little disappointed. I was, yeah. I was back in my cage Jealous. back there. I got to yeah, tell you, uh, I kind of I tune out during the graphs. Um, like, math's not my thing. I hope there's pictures. So the White House released in their red and yellow zones for it. And even if we can go full screen to show this here, if you're watching with us on K105 Digital Productions, as you can see here that they they debate this as obviously you do not want to be in the red zone, and the yellow zone is kind of like that next step down. So the previous 52 counties, according to the White House, 
are in either the red or the yellow zone. Grayson County currently is in the yellow zone. Now, I'm not sure that this count, this probably does not count the 28 new cases that came out yesterday. So I'm not sure if that 28 cases would bump us up into the red or not. Yeah, uh, I need to see the numbers. Like, what, what distinguishes um, between the red and the yellow? Like, so, I think it's, it's highly unfair when we go back to that full Kentucky picture where they've got the counties divided and they're dark. Mm-hmm. Like, you hit 300 to so 40,000, you're red zone, in the dark red. Right. The red zone is... Uh, where the cases numbered more than one per 1,000 residents and the share of residents who tested positive for the virus during the week was greater than 10%. Okay. So, and I'm not sure. We don't get the how mm-hmm. many tests anymore mm-hmm. here from the from the health department. So that'll be something that we'll have to wait until next week. But other yellow counties locally, you can see Breckenridge County is on that list. Um, red counties, you have Jefferson, Warren, Bullitt, Oldham. And other than that, Green, Nelson, or some other counties in this area, Simpson, Clinton, but no, no bordering counties to Grayson County right now are in the red currently. So that's from the White House that was released yesterday. So you can cross the border once, but don't go yeah. twice. Yeah, don't go to Bowling Green, <laughs> Jefferson County. Uh, Governor Bashir administration relaxed rules for child care facilities yesterday and offered financial assistance for some in-home centers to help increase capacity as parents return to work. So they can now increase class sizes from 10 to 15. Kentucky will also offer a $2,500 stipend to small in-home centers to help them become licensed daycare providers. Yeah, I have a couple of friends who do that. So uh, this is a good opportunity for you to get your license and help some parents. Yes, they need it. They need it. Uh, A Cromwell man with ties to Grayson County without prompting has admitted to stealing a generator in Ohio County. Sunday afternoon at approximately 2.30, the Ohio County Sheriff's Office was notified about a theft of a champion generator from a residence in the 5100 block of, of Highway 231 in Cromwell. The victim told deputies the generator was stolen several days earlier. During the investigation, Ohio County Sheriff Tracy Beatty said deputies received a tip that the generator could be found at a residence in the 200 block of Morgantown Street in Caneyville. Ohio County authorities requested assistance from the Grayson County Sheriff's Office with Sergeant Fred Norder and, Jace, and Jason Lidke responding to the residence. While police searched for the stolen generator, 19-year-old Dylan Blair walked from what was formerly Dewey's trailer court and informed Norder and Lidke that he stole the generator and pawned the equipment at a local pawn shop. Well, I mean, it's big of him to confess and turn himself in. So kudos yes. to you. Honesty um, is the best policy. Isn't it that is. What they the say? truth will yes. set you free unless the truth is that you did a crime and then you go to jail. But well. I do appreciate the honesty. Like, so does that does that do well in your courtroom? It, it, it's, it yes, yes. Yes. If you will confess and tell the truth, then uh, yes, you're going to have a little more leeway. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was. I can't stand a liar and, and a thief. Of Sergeant Norder, you know he's he's on Listen, top of it. Sergeant Norder, we we do appreciate. It. I just think mm-hmm. he's maybe he's this just... maybe this guy just said, you know what, you've had a tough time, Sergeant Norder. You always get the crazies, so I'm going to be upfront with you and just say, you know what, I did it. I have a feeling that it had more to do with Sergeant Norder. I think so. probably coercing him and talking. Yes. To, if he's 19, I bet he had like a. A overwhelming more of a, sense of a guilt. Dad to son conversation with him mm-hmm. that probably led him down the path of honesty. Kentucky is launching a new tourism campaign. Stay close, go far is their new marketing initiative. So that's <laughs> something that's that's coming up. <laughs> Safe in state travel. Can you say it again? Stay close, go far. Oxymoronic is what I'm hearing here. You know, Grover had a little thing. It reminds residents. Near and far. Yeah. They run up to the camera and then go back. Yeah. And 
it was confusing to kids then. Reminds residents that they don't have to travel far to experience beauty, history, and adventure. I do hope that they used the Grover clip in the actual commercial. You should just do the commercial. You should do it. A family court judge has been removed from office by the Judicial Conduct Commission. Don Gentry from Kenton County and... um, Misty, you might remember when uh, – I remember you and Mark had a – when this story first yes. came up, I want to say you asked more questions about Mark, and, and he kind of gave the, well, uh, I don't know that we can really talk about what she did. It Well, um, so she did a lot. She yeah. did a lot wrong. What didn't she do uh, would probably be the better thing. It would be, it'd be better. So she – She uh, did a lot just, with the door closed. Let me hit the highlights in some of this, though. Okay. Where she hired – Friends to be her guardian ad litems in mm-hmm. courtroom, which mm-hmm. that's your your lawyer for your children in family court. Okay. She uh, was falsifying work schedules mm-hmm. because her and some of the people would leave the office empty, and she was allowing them to bring alcohol back in. Mm-hmm. She was yep. she was doing some inappropriate wrestling things mm-hmm. via the internet while at work. Mm-hmm. She was forcing people to give to her campaign. Or basically strong-arming them to give to her campaign um, that worked with her. She was kind of bullying some people there. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing the, oh, the legal jargon. Sure. Um, so, yep. yeah, she she did a lot wrong. And, and I, I find it comical that the committee comes back and says, this wasn't an isolated yeah, incident or two. This was a pattern. And I'm like, yeah, daily. It looked like daily there was an offense okay. that arose. So honesty wasn't her best policy. Honesty no. is not. But no. I would like to have her no. in my courtroom for the ruling. Yeah. Uh, how about the Derby instead? Let's just let's get a little happier. That's I'll coming get up the on, gavel. Yeah. Right? Coming up on and Saturday. And you the wig. Um, but obviously no fans yeah. allowed at the Derby. Yeah. So the Louisville Tourism is estimating that is a loss of $400 million in revenue. From the two-week derby season. So it's a Whoa. lot coming out now about possible protests that could be going around uh, in regards to the Brianna Taylor case. Mm. Uh, just a lot going on there. We did learn yesterday that Wayne Lucas, a four-time derby-winning trainer, is back at Churchill Downs after testing positive for COVID-19. He's 85 years old. He said wow. he got really sick. I couldn't get any air, and I felt like I was drifting away. You just wish you could get one breath. He said he's wow. sure how he contracted it. He took precautions, wearing a face mask. He said his wife was caring for him and tested negative twice. So, luckily, he is back in doing that. Yesterday, head coach John Calipari for Kentucky announced that Jay Lucas is going to be a special assistant to the head coach and recruiting coordinator. So, he's coming from the University of Texas, and this is a, this is a big get for, for Coach Cal. Yeah, it is. That, that young recruiting guy now that, you know... Thirty-one. Losing Kenny Payne is huge. It's you just can't overstate it enough. But he's not going to be a coach per se on the bench, but he's going to be a huge celebrity recruiter exactly. guy for the young kids that they need to know. And yeah. then an announcement on Monday morning: Grayson County High School named Ted Hill as the new head coach of the Lady Cougar softball program. Hill is currently also the head coach of the basketball team, the Lady Cougar basketball team, and will remain in that position. So he'll be coaching both. As Hill will replace Eddie Anderson, who resigned earlier this month. He was the head coach. Anderson was for three seasons with a record of 26-35. and 35. Last year, first year for Hill as the coach of the Lady Cougar basketball team. A 20-13 and 13 record and led them to a berth in the third region tournament. So Coach Hill going to be coaching more than one. He's married to Amber, who is a teacher at Wilkie Elementary. 
and he has two daughters. So that's some of your your news headlines for this morning. As through sports news, we kind of kind of hit it all. So some good news going in for Grayson County High School as we get closer and closer to sports season coming up next week is when it will start. We'll take a break here. Come back with more on in the note. Today is the first day of spring in Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. I mean, that's what you come here for. It is no no, no rhyme nor reason day. It is building code staff appreciation day. It's like Valentine's Day for planning board workers. It is American Chess Day. And it is Pink Cadillac Day. Ah, I do love a good pink Cadillac. Hmm. So, not not necessarily uh, chess your pop? most thrilling American chess day. No, like uh, chess is in uh, <laughs> yeah, like playing. But I was like checkers. I'm on, I'm, oh, the game. I'm on the yeah, pie. yeah, I'm yeah. on the okay, pie. Yeah, I'll, yeah, no. Uh, Sorry. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Dominique McCullough. She is the winner of day sixteen of Where's Quacky? Mm. She correctly guessed that Quacky was uh, it was the start of the U.S. Open for tennis yesterday. So Quacky decided that. Uh, he, she, he, the duck. The duck was going out to. It's we like it's like Big Red from WKU. We don't. It, nobody it, nobody knows. Nobody um, So Quacky <laughs> went out and celebrated the start of the U.S. Open for tennis and visited the Grayson County the tennis courts behind the Grayson County Middle School. Mm-hmm. So that's where Quacky went. So Dominique McCullough wins an entry into the Ducking Hunger Regatta, which is going to be held on Monday at high noon. You can be able to watch that on K one hundred five Digital Productions today. Where's Quacky going? I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Yeah, we get to me, me get too. to make the Where's big, the big uh, thing. Oh, ah. there's Quacky. So maybe we can oh, even go full screen you know on this. I know exactly where that is because I, I have okay. my photo in front of that that um, photo okay. or that Qu- drawing as well. So, so Quacky's out of this world. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> so if you know where Quacky is, go to the K105 Facebook page, mm-hmm. and you will be able to not, – not the video that you might be watching with us. Go to the K105 Facebook page and type it in the comments where you think Quacky is. So, for instance, if you think that that is our radio station, it's not. We'll tell you that right now. If, 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 it's, if you think that, you put in there the K105 radio station, and if you're right, you get entered in to win a ticket into the Ducking Hunger Regatta. But the most important thing, buy ducks anyways mm-hmm. from the Grace County Lines. In that post, there's a link. Just click the link. They're five dollars. We should so, make you buy one before you get to play, uh, right? You know, if we did that, we'd have sold out of ducks almost already. God, everybody so, just buy one duck. It's five dollars, and duck. you get the chance to win a thousand. thousand. So I mean, five dollars for a chance to win a thousand, and it's for a great cause because Misty, five dollars counts as how many meals? Thirteen. Thirteen meals. Wow, it's a great that's cause great. for the Grayson County Alliance. It's our good friends, but again, that's a tough one for Quacky today. He's it making, is. It, the duck is making it a little bit more more difficult, uh-huh. so uh-huh. I'm not not entirely certain as to where Quacky is today. But again, go to the K105 Facebook page and put in your guess. So back to school kind of has happened, but it's yeah maybe yeah. I don't know. Some are going back to daycare, so this can kind of work here. Is this is four school lunch packing tips from a mom of six? This is the four genius school lunch packing tips. First one, she says, never pack lunches in the morning. 
I think that that's a no. That's your a kids solid... gonna end up with six yogurts and two candy bars. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, yes. Um, that's what my kids would have gotten. She says know. the second one is add lunch to when you prep for dinner. Yep. I think that that's that's, that's a good, good one as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, three turn dinner into lunch. So you know your leftovers. leftovers. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, I eat leftovers. Oh, okay. You do? Yeah, I do. Really? Oh. Yeah. And I know I'm mm. pretty sure my mom's watching. She'll she'll back me up. My, uh, my dad and I are are, yeah. are with it there. Sure, she'll she'll back us up there. Okay. Depends We're on what it is. Okay. Some things yeah. you can't oh, eat leftover not, very well. I'm not. And then the number four one that they recommend is have a helper. So if your kids have more skin in the game, they're more likely to eat what they make. Mm, so uh, yeah, but well, then they end up with six candy bars and two yogurts. Yeah, I'm gonna throw the challenge flag on that one. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't think a challenge flag is allowed. They're and, more and, likely you know, to eat it because that's what's in the lunchbox. Yeah, yeah, because and, they help make it. Well, everybody's at home anyway, are, are you, so we're not we're not making are you, lunches. Are you in the lunchbox saying that Julie Cole is a liar? Let me see the paper. Actually, I won't touch it because it's going to spread. Do you have school lunch trays at your house since you're doing homeschool all three ways? (laughs) We actually do have the trays. We do do have school lunch trays, too. It's one of the best It's got the little circles and the squares and the big rectangle for the rectangle. Pizza. Pizza. Pizza we talked about. Mm -hmm. And the corn, by the way. Yeah, the fat corn. It's good. Next. Uh, Two-thirds of Americans, a new study says, think coronavirus self-isolation has made them a better person. I can get on board with that because yeah, I know right. some people who have done a lot of self-reflection. I agree. And, you do? And I know people who have personally, like, reached out to apologize for offenses from years past because they've done a lot of self-reflection. So Good. results revealed 55% of respondents were even a bit embarrassed by some of the things they valued pre-quarantine. Mm-hmm. And this time spent inside gave 70% a chance to learn more about themselves. So I think I I'm one of those people. Story. I think Are you? I you think that's I think that's a real a thing. Safe, what did you learn about thing? yourself? Uh, so much. What time's the show over? Uh, we've got time. Go ahead. Are you sure? <laughs> the, the governor's going to talk here in a few minutes. You know, he's going to yeah. join us. So well, I wonder uh, if he's a changed person. <laughs> I would say yes. That's, yes. I would I'm, say if that's not a political statement. I'm just like I'm wondering. Here's the question I'd really like to ask him. If you'd known this was going to be your governorship, would you have and, run? And that's the thing. I say that to all political leaders. Yeah. It doesn't matter what political party. I do not envy you right now. Yeah. No. Especially I, I, somebody no. who just – like it's like here's – Listen, he's – Congrats, the, you're yeah. the governor, and here, leaders – Here's a pandemic. I did. You, you I, I did not vote for him. He is not a part of the par- party that I support. But I will say, I will preference my comment with that is that I pity him oh, to I stand every day having to endorse what the CDC is saying, making really hard decisions about when we should and should not go to school, sure. what we should and shouldn't be in doing a lot of ways. Lose lose decisions. Yeah, so. yeah. You can't. You're not going to win. You're mm-hmm. going to lose. You're going to lose either way. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. think he's doing is right or wrong. I pity him. Yesterday we shared a picture of the oldest couple in the world. You know, it was combined. Oh, the 110-year-old. So today yes. we have a Nebraska couple who is celebrating 60 years of marriage, and they have celebrated it with a photo shoot in their wedding outfits. Oh, so they were married uh, in uh, 1960. Go full screen when they were married. That. Marvin oh, and Lucille Stone. <gasps> And it still fits her. How cute is that? So how how great is that? That's awesome. What year were they married? 1960. It's beautiful. So that is a really beautiful photo. So this was uh, they took these pictures about two weeks ago. They wore their oh. original wedding attire for the session. She made her dress. I lo- oh, I love That's it. That's great. Yeah. So she said they asked what was the secret to a lasting marriage. And they said work hard, 
Be kind to one another. Think before you speak and rely on each other's strengths to overcome your weaknesses. Yeah, I like it. Everybody write those things down. Yes, please. Yes, and then do those them. are four really Practice good things. Those. My so. parents celebrate 44 years of wedded bliss wow. this weekend. Happy anniversary. So, Labor Day weekend wedding. So. That's good. Perfect. That, that's monumental. That's a big deal. We uh, talk sometimes on the show when I'm on here that one of my least favorite foods in the world is the tomato. I uh-huh. I just but you just, like the ketchup, right? Yeah, but that's not that's but that's, you gotta that, that's, you gotta like not, the tomato to no, get the ketchup. No, that's not even they're not even like. But if you don't have tomatoes, you don't have ketchup. Same, that's like saying I don't like milk, but I like ice cream. But I'm saying you can appreciate the tomato's existence because it gives you ketchup. <sighs> but is it really even tomato? Okay, we we but there's a UK man who used a pair of tights to grow a record-breaking tomato. So this is 6.85 pounds, Wowza. 27 and a half inches in circumference. It was grown from a seed variety known as Big Zack. <laughs> he looks like somebody's been in Look at his quarantine picture. and he's, he's deranged. <laughs> his right? life has changed yes, for the better. Right. He has finally <laughs> lost like, his mind. What did you do during the pandemic? I grew this tomato. Oh, look at him. He's, <laughs> I want to know that guy. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Like, he's so happy with his tomato. I'd like to eat, meet him and his tomato. Uh, yes. You can eat the tomato all you want. Uh, Dennis, to keep <laughs> in the food realm, since you are our chief culinary correspondent. Yeah, should I get the hat? Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you need the hat. Okay. This. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Starbucks has a secret menu item. What? Pumpkin cheesecake frappuccino. Yay or nay? Misty, just let me answer... For a second before you I'm yell at me. I'm not giving anything. Do I need to turn the, the mic off? The there, only, the, I didn't know I didn't say that. <laughs> the only pumpkin thing that should be allowed is pumpkin pie. Okay. That's that's my vote. Okay. okay. No no pumpkin frappies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, that's fine. You're, you're a purist. Yes. You're allowed your opinion. Okay. Yeah. As the food consultant, though, yeah. my opinion is almost it, more It should than stand. That. It's gospel. Yeah. Misty. Um, I don't, I don't do Starbucks. Okay. I just don't. I'm not a coffee connoisseur. Well, if this was... And I am very frugal. So uh, I don't understand the terminology. I don't understand so, the frappe, the frappuccino, the latte. Frappuccino, I, from, and I'm sure that if I say this, somebody's going to get upset about yep. it. You know, it's kind of like a milkshake. Okay. So I have... I have That's probably the... I'm going to check the comments. Or yeah, yeah. Wait, wait for it. I it's have not had a that milkshake. from McDonald's, a, and I like it, but due to the fact that my clothes are tighter than they need to be, Lots of reasons I will not be trying this. Mm-hmm. However, I will go against Dennis and say, if you That's are fine. a Starbucks junkie, yeah. you may like the shakeup and the menu. You might. You might. And then you might. quickly, because we got to get to the governor here, I've got a couple of just the headlines that we just had to run down here. New Jersey man pulls out spear gun and ar- argument over parking space. Spear gun? Spear gun, yep. Oklahoma man detained for hitting Taco Bell drive through naked. He claims his clothes were in the washer. It happens. And man jumps into Hudson River after soccer ball, has to be rescued by police. But did he get Wilson back? That's what we need to do. He did. He did. Wow. Yes. Coming up here, we're going to have Governor Andy Bashir join Greg Milby for the Kentucky Derby Virtual Festival. I think they're going to be talking about masks. That's coming up here on In the Know. It's Greg Melba, Community Storyteller, and this is the official Kentucky Derby Festival event, the AT&T Virtual Morning Line. As Derby Week continues, my guest this morning is Governor Andy Bashir. Good morning, Governor. Good morning. 
morning. And for everybody out there, uh, happy Derby Week. So to say 2020 has been crazy would be just an amazing understatement. And we could probably talk for an hour during this interview, but we don't have that much time. So, so Governor, any other year the Derby has just massive importance on tourism and everything in our Commonwealth. How important do you think it is for 2020? Well, I think the Derby this year in many ways shows our resilience and our willingness to sacrifice for each other. Now, Derby is normally that first Saturday in May, but for the health and safety of our people, it was pushed back. And then for the health and safety of our people, it's being run without fans. I think it's a testament to how we put each other uh, before before we put you know, our bottom line. And I think Churchill has set a great example in that, and that we're setting a good example for the world. So with the being Derby weekend coming up, and then, of course, Labor Day weekend, um, you have mentioned quite a bit about limiting gatherings. What type of impact do you think we will see after this weekend, good or bad? Well, I hope that we will see a good impact. I love uh, Derby. This will be one of the first Derbies in the last 20 years that I'm not out at the track because the governor shouldn't put himself uh, above the people of Kentucky. People can't go. Governors shouldn't be going. Uh, but what we need is for people to have smaller gatherings than they normally do. And that doesn't mean that they have to be any less festive and maybe invite even better friends over, truly enjoy the time. But if we can limit our gatherings for Derby or for Labor Day weekend to 10 or less, we will be doing better fighting this virus, which means we'll have a better shot at fall high school and college sports. It'll mean that we can get our kids back in school earlier. It'll mean that uh, more of our parents and grandparents stay out of the hospital. So all I ask is, you know, it's, it's a festive time, but, but we're still dealing with the pandemic. So please be smart. Try to do the right thing. So let me ask you about the pandemic a little bit more. So is you know, dealing with this since March, uh, talk about one of your more difficult moments. Uh, I mean, you, I could only imagine the decisions that you guys are making on a day-to-day basis. Could, could you talk about one of those real difficult moments with, sure. with folks? I mean, there's been so many moments, and, and it, I know for everybody and for me, it feels like it's been so much longer than, than when we look back and it's over, it, it, it's actually going to be. I mean, I remember the, the first case was on a Friday, March the 6th, and I had just left the office a little bit early, excited to see and be with my kids, and I'll never forget that call and basically running um, back over to the Capitol to get the details. There was a day where the initial modeling uh, came in sh- uh, showing we could lose up to 80,000 Kentuckians. And let me tell you, governor or not, seeing something like that uh, is is really uh, hard. Uh, when I learned that we lost um, uh, my friend uh, Lil that helped uh, start uh, KET and the Governor Scholars Program here in Kentucky, first person I knew and knew well, that uh, was a hard day uh, too. But, you know, there's been... Uh, a lot of good days where we have seen Kentuckians come together and do positive things. And every time my spirits might be a little bit down, uh, I take a drive. Uh, one was in the early morning heading to Shelbyville um, uh, with my son, who, who had a, uh, a socially distanced uh, baseball game, and seeing more than a dozen green lights right along US-60. You know, it reminds me that none of us are in this alone, and it's, it's special when people put something like that out. One little thing can, can pick you up in your day. So let's talk about the importance of masks as we uh... – continue forward. And I, I know you're, 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 you really want to make sure that we, we focus on that and talk about that a little bit. So let me give you that opportunity. How important are masks right it now? Is, it, is, it is hugely important. It and, and staying six feet away from people. And you can talk to somebody from six feet away through a mask. It is all possible. Uh, if we can do those two things, then, then we can go back to so much uh, of our previous life. They're the two most important things uh, that we can do. And to me, I believe wearing a mask is a testament to my faith. 
It is uncomfortable, but I'm living for my neighbor. Uh, I am treating my neighbor as myself. I'm putting their health over uh, my facial comfort. Uh, and and it, it's me trying to protect someone I've never even met. Small sacrifice to protect my, my fellow human being. And until there is either a very good treatment, which, which we don't have yet, uh, or a vaccine that we can get out to enough people, wearing a mask is one of the, the easiest but also one of the most effective things that, that we can do. And I hear a couple of folks saying, well, this is America and I have rights and I don't have to do this type of thing. America wasn't created so that we could all turn our backs on each other. It was created and, and this commonwealth was created, a commonwealth for us to come together to try to build better lives for, for everybody. A democratic process where uh, over time, you know, we had to work to make sure everybody could participate. You know, our country is great because of what we do together, not just uh, our ability to, to, to do things uh, apart. So if you love this country, you know, mask up because you're protecting another American out there. Now, there are times when we, we whether it was a draft or, or whether it was during rationing during World War II, where we asked people to make sacrifices to do some things they might not like, and they stepped up to do it because they love their country and, and their commonwealth. That's all we need to see uh, right now. And I keep thinking, if my granddad, who, uh, who, who was in a, in a medical group following Patton's army uh, in Europe, was here right now, he'd say, we went through a whole lot more. Uh, you guys can get through this. I agree. Governor, appreciate the time, and a happy Derby week. Happy Derby to everybody out there listening. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a good time where we can all remember uh, what life was like a little more than a year ago, and hopefully we can all be out and about uh, way earlier than this time next year, knowing we did this thing right and we saved lives. All right. He's Governor Andy Bashir. I'm Greg Milby, and this is the Kentucky Derby Festival's AT&T Virtual Morning Line. My did you know for today is right for you, Misty. Did you know a lethal dose of chocolate for a human being is about 22 pounds or 40 Hershey bars? Okay, I think I've tapped out at like 37 before, so okay, I was, so on, the, I was on the brink of death and you've didn't know close. it. Ooh, right? So a lethal Ooh. dose of chocolate for a human being is about 22 pounds or 40. 40 Hershey bars. Oh, man. What about those big, giant Hershey kisses Yeah, that you get at Christmas? Yeah. How many of those? Like, they're about a pound. I'll tell you what. I see the championship eater guys on YouTube Joey a lot. Gross they do out. stuff like the that all dogs. the time. Yeah. Like, once a week, something big like that. That's such a perversion. Ugh. Dennis Cook from First Baptist Church is our co-host today. And uh, I was going through, and it seemed like that there was a big theme in the celebrity portion of our prep this morning. Okay. Babies was one. Usher and his girlfriend are expecting a baby together. His girlfriend is Jen. I'm not even going to try. I'm not a Goy Koshea. Nailed it, right? Nice. Sure. Got it. Um, so this will be his third child. Okay. So Usher is 49. He's wow. 49? Yeah. Wow. No, There's sorry. No, wait, 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 wait. We could be wow. Cool yet, okay, right? wait. That well, was that, nope, that's his ex wife. He's 41. Okay. Oh. His okay. Well, I've okay. expired. How okay. about you? I'm the same as Usher. <laughs> Got to bring you back down. Emma Roberts. Usher right now is what you're saying. I kind of am. Yeah, you kind of Emma, Emma Roberts is pregnant with a baby boy. Okay. She's 29. So, and the baby boy? No. No, Emma Roberts. Well, they said he's 29. Who, who is Emma Roberts? Uh, she's an actress. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. I was just I yeah. feel like I knew something. I don't okay, I'm sorry. I should have said. Uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts' niece. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Maybe if, well, if how's we... her great uncle doing? Julia Roberts' great uncle. Is he also a celebrity? That mm-hmm. I. That I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does yeah. everybody get to be a celebrity uh, if you're kind of Julia Roberts? Uh, so. Gigi Hadid is pregnant as well. She's due in two weeks. Who's Gigi Hadid? She's a model. Um, and I think. That's why I don't know her. I don't run into that circle. Uh, I should have brought in some candy <laughs> uh, bars. Her. <laughs> Twenty-two. Her partner is Zayn Malik, though, who's from One Direction. So there's the oh, okay, there's the, yeah, there's your connection. Oh, man. And then this, huh. this I had no idea. A marriage. Mm-hmm. Loretta Lynn and Kid Rock got married. No, that's that's they did not. They did not get married. Okay. I saw this posted last night. Okay, so night. you you can tell us more. So you yeah, I think Loretta Lynn had like a vow renewal ceremony with her husband. Okay. Is that right? Or someone in the family did. Loretta Lynn's son, Ernest, and his wife renewed their vows over the weekend. And according to the country music icon, they weren't the only ones saying I do. In a post on her social media accounts late Sunday night, Lynn wrote that she and Kid Rock had gotten married. Ha ha. (laughs) Well, she said they've always – Kid Rock's always around the family, evidently. They've always kind of teased about it, and they got – you know, fake got married. Oh, so. fake married. Yes. I fake married a lot of people when I was in first grade. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. First, yeah. 12th, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 42, whatever. I mean, whatever. Something good about Netflix. They are unlocking Stranger Things, Bird Box, and a few more for free. I'm not interested. So, okay. uh, The Two That's... Popes is another one, which I've heard is, I think, pretty decent. Um, it's an Oscar-nominated show or movie. I'm not sure on that. Is it a Netflix so, series? 10 titles. I th- think so. Ten titles have been open to everyone, so whether okay. you have a subscription or not. So those with Apple phones, Fire Sticks, Roku's, and the likes, actually, oh, it's only available on computer pr- browsers or Android tablets or phones. Yeah. So. So I finished the series huh. Outlander finally over the weekend. It was good. good. I would recommend it if you like history. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I know pretty were- graphic scenes, so I had to. When I knew they were going to start, I had to like up, you know, skip up through them, but. Um, Overall, I would give it a four stars. Four stars. Yeah, it's a great love story. Out of five or ten? Oh, well, now you put me on the spot. I'm not for mm. sure I didn't think that far into it. No, out of five. Out it of was five. really okay. good. Yeah. And then Channing Tatum. I saw this come up here. Yeah. He has dedicated his first children's book to his daughter, Everly. Magic Mike writes a children's book. You are my greatest teacher, is what he says to his six-year-old daughter. So he's written a book, The One and Only Sparkella. That's what he's calling it. The The picture book, which will be published May 2021, (laughs) tells the story of a young girl named Ella who gets teased for her love of sparkly things on her first day of school, but her dad encourages her to keep going. I like it. So I'm I'm a fan of anything where the father's involved, raising the children. The book is called there. We've got to get to a break. We have chart toppers, points to ponder, pearl of wisdom, highlight in history, and more coming up here on In the Know. My points to ponder for today, with Dennis Cook in attendance, I have to do it food-related. Sure. Dennis. Don't have to. If you were on death row, what would be your last meal? <gasps> that is a great question. Fantastic question. What would, what be, would be your last meal? meal? Something my wife cooks. Oh. Wow. Is she watching right now? I don't know. That, I don't think she's on, but I think she's listening on the, um, what is so it called, what, radio? What, what would she make for you then? Oh, man. 
I have a lot of favorites. Right now, I would probably say it's this lasagna thing that she makes lasagna? and some homemade rolls yeah. that she has. Yeah. It's, okay. it's That's so delish. good. Misty? I'm going through my brain. I'm not for sure. That's really hard. Like, I love appetizers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would love cheese fries with ranch, potato skins. Potato skins would they each be pickles. from a different restaurant? You know, like, I'm not picky. Like, okay. a bloomin' onion. I love those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But then I need, like, apparently, I need. I know what I need. I need 22 pounds of chocolate, and let me take myself out. That's my okay. last meal is 22 pounds I'm, of Hershey's chocolate. I mean, I, chocolate. I can't uh, – And then per- Hershey bars. Yeah. the guy who injects me, he's off the hook. He doesn't there have to go. feel bad about me dying, and yeah. I die in pure bliss. Now, oh, now you I can't – You kind of brought this segment for, for, down, Sam. For I'm me, uh, it's depressed. it's simple enough. i got to go with my, my background, the Cincinnati – Skyline, skyline chili, chili three-way. You do, yeah, you do like oh. the sky. I don't like the skyline chili. It's got cinnamon in it. You know, it's, I don't root for the Reds. I've told you this before, but would it also bother you to know that I've never had skyline chili or anything I, I can, in that restaurant? I can, I can fix that. I've got uh, cans at home. I mean, it's one of those things that when you're from that area, it's almost like yeah. you just you just it's put it straight into the blood. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's. I'm Did not you, against it. Have you had it? You said no. I have no. not had it, but I don't eat chili with beans because uh, traditionally so chili is without beans when it, in its so, origin. So right. Skyline, what you do is the three way is your noodles, your chili, and your cheese. Your okay. four way is your noodles, chili, cheese, and your choice of onions or beans. Ooh. And a five way is both onions and I, beans. I okay. will try it as long as they supply the equal weight of chili with crackers. Oh, no. see, our oyster crackers are what I'm we. I'm one of those guys. No, are, I gotta have burritos do... or I'm not having chili at all. And to your point, the no beans in pasta, mm. that's actually manwich. That's sloppy Joe. That's not chili. <sighs> you gotta have beans. We're, uh... I am a changed person in this quarantine. <laughs> America's Got Talent is on tonight. <laughs> Bring the free dolls. I'll eat it either. On one. NBC, <laughs> and then the premiere of Transplant on NBC. When Bashir Hamed finds himself at the site of a tragic accident, his medical training takes over as he works to save the wounded. That's on NBC tonight. Transplant. Is this a reality show or just a series? Uh, I'm thinking this is a series. Fictional series. Okay. I think this is a series. Um, today's highlight in history for today. On this date in 1878, Emma Nutt. Whose work started? Who started work saying "number please" for the telephone dispatch company of Boston, Massachusetts, on this day in 1878? She was the first female telephone operator. That's your highlight in history. That for would today. have been such a fun job. Like you would have been, you would have been the Paul Revere. Like That's, you would have been the good. one. Yes. Like like the person on Facebook who always has the information first. Like you would have been the authority of source. Like you would have been the first media. On this date in 1939. Yeah. Uh, the inv- invasion of Poland by Nazi troops was on this date in 1939. On this date in 1961, Jackie Kennedy was on the cover of Life magazine. She revealed her plans for the White House. I'm Jackie O. On this date in 1970, the last episode of I Dream of Jeannie mm. played on NBC. On this date in 1978, the last broadcast of Columbo aired on NBC. On this date in 1995, the ribbon-cutting ceremony was held for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. On the state in 1997, Henry Paul, the driver of the Mercedes in Princess Diana's crash, was released that he had a blood alcohol limit above the legal limit. On the state in 2007, Dennis, I know the sports fan will remember this, Appalachian State beat Michigan in football 34-32. to It was maybe the biggest upset in college football history. At that time, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember? Nope. 
Nope, you don't. Nope, mm-hmm. not at all. Nope. 2007, oh. I think I was like six. So. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, 2012, uh, Paul Ryan said, and I'd forgotten about this story, but I okay. remembered it, said that he did not run a marathon in less than three hours that he had claimed in a nationally broadcast interview. I forgot that he had claimed that in an interview. I just found that funny. Yeah. It was a, kind of a throwback <laughs> there. Uh, chart toppers. No, but birthdays first. How could I forget about that? When you want to be cool, but then you got to lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets did, all of did us. Did that make him cool? It gets all of us every now and then. It'll sneak up on you gone, like Joe Biden. Gone but not forgotten. Uh, I loved this one. The opera composer of Hansel and Gretel, his name, born in this state in 1854, Engelbert Humperdinck. That is a great name. A great name. Um, born on this state in 1875, the writer of Tarzan, Edgar Rice Burroughs. On this state in 1923, Rocky Marciano. On this date in 1931, Boxcar Willie. On this date in 1933, Conway Twitty was born. Mm. Birthdays, turning 81, Lily Tomlin. Turning 70. One ringy-dingy. 81. Two ringy-dingy. Turning 70 today, Dr. Phil. Turning 63, Gloria Estefan. Uh, Basketball player Tim Hardaway turns 54 today. Uh, Top Chef TV host Padma Lakshini. She turns 50. The name rung a bell. I don't really know who she was. And former NFL player James Taylor turns 44 today. That's uh, that's your birthdays for today. All righty. How about a chart topper? Okay. Depends on what you're bringing. You know, did you not pick smoked salmon linguine on purpose? Is that not your favorite? We're going to start 2020. Oh, right. Chart toppers. <laughs> Do you know who sings this? I do know him. Did you pay for this? Huh? <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, a pirated copy. Yeah. Is, is, is Zuckerberg going to come down on us? It is copyright, uh, officially with the US.gov website. But thank you for doing that. So, so this is number one in 2020, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yesterday in Litchfield, yes. It was Litchfield new releases. <laughs> Dennis Cook here singing, and what's it called again? Giver of Days, a worship song that I wrote for my church. So. Would you like to, to say any more about it? Uh, just thankful to have the opportunity to write it and share it with everybody. Got to sing it in church this past Sunday. And if any other church wants to uh, sing it in their church, they can just email me, Dennis, at fbclitchfield.com. And I'll send them all the music for free. Perfect. Love it. So 1944 now. We'll go back. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Misty's favorite. Oh, Sounds about the same. <laughs> you Actually, and Bing Crosby. Right, right, and two. Bing Crosby was number one with Amore. This word so sweet. I can't hear it. No. Did I lose? That I keep it going, keep it going. Uh, really? We'll jump up to, how about 1971? Yes. Really? Bing is, Bing is fantastic. He's, we'll go to 1971 since we're running out of time. He's tremendous. He's bigly good in 49. <laughs> That's the writer's message. And the word choice is playing. John Denver was number one with Take Me Home, Country Roads. You just hear the crowd singing with you now. That's all. He just starts it. We all start singing. Yep. Uh, okay, we can uh, Misty or Dennis. I'll let you choose. Nineteen eighty or nineteen eighty nine. We got time for one. All right, eighty. <laughs> Betrayal. It's uh, finest. <laughs> Traitor. That's, that's what we're here for. Christopher Cross yes. was number one with sailing on the state of nineteen eighty. What's the other one? The one we're missing. 
Right Here Waiting by Richard Marks. Oh, you gotta play it. You gotta play it. I'm sorry. Both are good. Both are good. But Richard, I I hope that's yours and Sarah's song. I hope this is the song you got married to. I'm running out of time here. Yeah, too bad. Move on to the 90s, Sam. Richard. (laughs) Richard. (laughs) Richard Marks. Don't do it, Sam. Gotta get get premium and get rid of the ads. (laughs) We can't afford it. Shh, everybody be quiet. Okay. Sarah, <laughs> that's to you, baby. So, 1998, we'll wrap it up with this. Maybe. If we fed the chart talking machine properly. Aerosmith was number one with I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Armageddon? On this date in 2007. I don't know. Hey There, Delilah by Plain White Tees was number one. And on this date, four years ago today, Cheap Thrills by Sia was number one. So those are your chart toppers for today. Dennis, appreciate you coming in. Hey, thanks, us. Uncle Sam. It was great. And if people want to come worship with you, how can they do that? Sunday morning, 10 a.m., 106 East Walnut, also live on Facebook, on our website, and uh, Vimeo every Sunday as well. Uh, find us on Facebook, First Baptist Litchfield. Thank you very much. And our pearl wisdom for today, it is not what you do for your children, but what you have taught them to do for themselves that will make them successful. It is not what you do for your children, (laughs) but what you have taught them to do that will make them successful. That is my pearl of wisdom for today. So for Misty Thomas and for Dennis Cook, I'm Uncle Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky.